Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the JNR Basketball Podcast. My name is John, and the king of technical difficulties, Ronnie, is also on the line. Uh, we've been trading back and forth over who's gonna who's gonna break the podcast. I think it's my week, but you you have a, a strong track record going. So, how's it what going, are you Ronnie? Talking about what did I break about it? Because it was popping. <laughs> oh, I was talking about the popping. I was talking about the the disconnect. The, the the disconnected oh, calls. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my Wi-Fi has been bore sucking. You guys, yeah. with, with that information. But uh, how how are you doing after the Nuggets victory? Are you are you are you blue or are you optimistic for the next season? What is uh, what are your feelings? Yeah, no, I'm good. I mean, so this guy's won the MVP for multiple years, so I, I was happy for him and happy for the team too. I mean, yeah. what was it like, sixty five years or something like that? I don't know what it was. Forty three years, I think. Right, that they haven't won a championship. So, well, this team has never won it. Yeah. This team has never won a championship. Yeah, yeah I don't know how long all they've been a franchise, I think it but was. yeah, the the entire time in existence. Yeah, but Denver's won a championship fairly recently. Right, Peyton Manning in the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. They have the Colorado Avalanche have probably yep. won the Rockies. I don't think the Rockies have won, but I don't know about that one. Yeah, you would know baseball better than me. Yeah, but yeah, lucky yeah. So, them. Yeah, they they win. So yeah, I they just had their I, parade I think it's yesterday. Yeah, how was that? I didn't look at any details on that. Uh, it was, you know, these guys get so sloshed at these parades. And, yeah, and Luca had a quote saying, "This is the best effing day of my life," or something, <laughs> something like that. Uh, but then he was back in Serbia, like immediately afterwards. Like he, yeah. he left the parade and got on a plane and was back in Serbia. I guess he had a horse race that yep. he's involved, or horse that he's involved with. Yeah, his family um, has not some romantically, horses. but <laughs> not he, romantically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> decided he wanted to be back for that. Can you guess how many they, how many people they estimated showed up to the parade? Dude, I'm still cracking Can up. I, so he had to go back to Serbia <laughs> for his romantically involved horse that he wants no, to be with. He's not. I specifically <laughs> said not romantically. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. What was your question? How many people do you think showed up for the Nuggets victory parade on um, sa- on a Saturday in the summer in Denver? I, I would say ten thousand. Just Wild guess. Seven, the estimate was 700,000 to a million. Holy crap. Were there for the parade. That's Jeez. crazy, isn't it? NBA's popular thinking, over there. I guess. Well, I mean, they're the champions, right? You gotta, yeah. Then I started thinking, would I show up to a Suns parade? And I want to say yes, but then it's in Phoenix in the summer. And it's like, <laughs> oh, that's like 110 on a blacktop waiting for it's. It's a big ask. So I, I mean, probably would. I would. Yeah. I would complain about it, but I probably would. <laughs> I Yeah, I absolutely would. I mean, how many times is your team going to win the championship? We've been waiting for over 50 years for it yeah, to happen, so I absolutely we've been will. waiting. And the city, and I mean, that, if there's 700,000 to a million people going to that place, I mean, the city shut down. Like, nothing could have been open oh, yeah. because there's no one to yeah. their work, you know? So, cool. My wife has gone to a victory parade uh, for the New York Giants when she was in New York, and it's it sounds like it's just insane trying yeah. to get around and do things there but yeah you I like can't order sit, uber or anything i would go no you're you're getting close as you can like a subway or something and you're walking uh yeah. in phoenix you know they have the light rail that gets you downtown ish maybe uh but you're you're hoofing it a big chunk of the way as well yeah oh yeah big time that's cool the, so only, the nuggets are the champion the only thing congratulations I, did, did you like anything from like the actual day of the championship too like i i saw um jokic he jumped into like the the pool, like in the stadium too, and he he got one of the other guys. I think it was Murray. They they kind of dragged him in, and they both like they were doing some cannonballs in the pool stuff like that. I like that. That's pretty <laughs> I cool. I didn't to watch. see that. No, that's funny. Yeah, I like that one. That's my that's, favorite moment. 
Yeah. No, Jokic, as expected, was the finals MVP, but then it was reported that he lost the trophy. No way. Pretty close afterwards. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I don't know where the trophy is. Uh, he's always talked about he doesn't really care about personal accolades. It's always team. But yeah. I feel like losing the finals MVP trophy is like a whole new level of. Yeah, that's a big one. Irresponsible. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Hopefully he finds it. Yeah. We'll see. Did you what do you think about his reaction towards winning the championship? Because I didn't feel like there was enough energy there. Like it, But you're saying in a parade like he was, you know, having lots of fun. But on the day of the championship, yeah. I was like, I don't know, I just. I wish I could see like more enthusiasm from him, but he's such a calm and cool and collective guy, you know. So I, I don't know. What you did you think the same thing or? I I think he just was. I don't know. I, I feel like some of it is just exhaustion after yeah. all of that. So yeah, I, I guess he wasn't like overly celebratory. Is that is that what you're referring to? Yeah. Just how he's just sort of subdued during the the immediate aftermath. Right. I would say that, you know, that, that seems like it's more of his personality for one. The parade was very weird uh, yeah. <laughs> in the, in the yeah. sense of that. But I, I think it's just, it's, it's a, such a long road. And then, you know, they knew they were going to win this game, right? It wasn't really close. And I think it was just, you know, exhaustion and, and acceptance. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it is. It is uh, so many emotions going through you and then you just, you just want to. You know, be with your family and hug your kids and who knows yeah, but yeah, yeah it was it was interesting to see that because you, you get i get the weird reaction but right? you have the over-the-top celebratory i think of patrick beverly taking off his jersey when they won mm-hmm. a play-in game sort of thing um and, yeah. and then you have people that you know just kind of sit there and, and take it all in. i remember when Giannis won he just kind of like sat down for the long time yep. and just kind of like took it all in so yeah, I, think I like all the to, different reactions yeah, it's hard to say what someone's reaction should be. I was like yeah. watching those crime shows, and they're like, "Oh, he's guilty because when the police questioned him, he didn't, he wasn't, you know, sad." And it was just like, "This guy's in shock." Or I mean, I feel like if I ever get questioned for anything, people are going to think I'm guilty because I don't react in a certain way or, <laughs> right? or do the same something. So yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is. But yeah, congrats, congrats to him. I'm, I'm glad he's back in Serbia. Uh, I don't mean that like in a <laughs> yeah. mean way. Get out of the but United I'm glad States. he got to go back home, right? Because you know the playoffs are so long in the NBA. It's almost like if yeah. I don't make the playoffs, I get a I get a whole extra month off. But he's back. Right. He's in the play. He's back home in Serbia, and they have a chance to repeat if, if this team stays primarily the same, which I think it will. I was looking at some of the upcoming free agents, and I don't think there was a lot for this team. Uh, I can pull it up real quick. Oh, I take that back. There they have quite a few players. Nobody really mm-hmm. big though. Ish Smith, Jeff Green, Reggie Jackson, Thomas Bryant, DeAndre Jordan. So I mean, a lot of their DeAndre bench Jordan that they didn't saw, play. Yeah, Bruce Brown is a free agent. He's going to be one that's um a big. You know, he was a, he was a bench guy, but he big minutes off the bench. Jeff Green is leadership, but yeah, otherwise the the core is still going to be there. Yeah, well, Brown it seemed like it was off and on, so I, I don't know how much of a. I don't know. I don't know how much they'll want to keep him. You know, there was. I think it was a I game or two where he just hardly played to. any minutes. But then that last game, they they yeah. played a lot of minutes, and he, what did he score like twenty one points? Final series, he played a lot of minutes. Yeah, he he yeah. had huge games in this NBA Finals. So I would say, yeah. Anywho, let, let, that's the past, Ronnie. Yeah, the season is over. Let's talk about the future and some things that have happened to the future of the NBA. Sure. And I'm just going to go down the list that you sent me. That I, I've reordered a little bit of, of okay. things that we wanted to talk about. And the first being that John Morant, they finally announced the suspension. He's been suspended for 25 games. The Players Union, Players Association, what do they call that thing? Mm-hmm. 
No, you, yeah, it's they're, uh, they're going to appeal it. They think it's too strict, and that's their job. They, they yeah. appeal suspensions to try to get uh, arbitration to to get it lower. But initially, twenty five games. Your your knee jerk reaction: too much, too little, just right. Well, so we had an over and under bet. You and me did. So I said over fifty, and because you, well, actually, you because you said under, I went with over. But oh, yeah, yeah, I think. I, I honestly, I did expect twenty. Yeah, I did expect twenty-five games to. I thought it was going to be more games. Um, I thought it was at least going to be half the season. Twenty-five is. I think it's like a really good amount because before it was eight games, and so twenty-four. That's what eight, sixteen, twenty-four. So that's three times as much. So, Ronnie does math. Today's episode. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty good. I, I think it makes sense. What do you think? <laughs> I I I think it's I think it's fine. Uh, I think it will get appeal. They're going to appeal it. I think it'll get reduced and probably be less than twenty games Why? once it's all said and done. Because of the players' because union. That's, what's, that's just yeah. That's what they do. That's their job is to appeal it, and someone will review it and, and say, you know, like you said, it was only eight games for the first offense, so maybe the second offense should be sixteen or, or something like that. That's why you have arbitrators to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think it will get reduced, but I, I'm still in the sense that you know he didn't do anything illegal. He just not selling himself. He's not making, putting himself in the most positive light or putting the NBA in the most positive light. So yeah. I'm just kind of, you know, it is what it is. Uh, he, he had an apology where he's going to try better. I mean, it looked verbatim like the last time he got caught doing this. I don't yeah. think there was a big change to his apology. So I don't know if this is going to do anything to him. Right. Like make him change his behavior. But um He'll be I, susp- as of right now. He's suspended for twenty five games. I was kind of thinking it might help them out because then you got a healthy guy, and they were winning games without him, you know. And twenty five games, he's going to come back fresh and ready to go. So, and that'll be, I mean, it's, at that point, it's getting. Yeah, I, I think it's getting like halfway to like the all star point, like from twenty five games to like the end of the season. I think you're going to getting close to that. I don't, I'm, all I'm saying is that he's trying. He's going to be rested up and he's going to be ready to go when he comes back after this suspension. So that could be dangerous because they win games without him. So They'll yeah, 21 games is a quarter of the NBA season. So he's just over a quarter of the NBA season. He's been suspended. Yeah. And like I said, I think I'll get reduced, but we'll see. Time will tell. Uh, someone who just made a ton of money, Michael Jordan, has sold his share. He he was the majority owner of the Charlotte Hornets. He's now going to remain a minority owner, but he has sold his share of the Hornets for a whopping $3 billion. That's it? Uh, that's two. That's two teams. Well, I don't know what percentage he owned, right? He yeah. could have only been. like uh, Robert Sarver, former majority owner of the Phoenix Suns, he was 35%, and that put him as the majority owner. So mm-hmm. I don't know what percentage he owned, Michael Jordan, in this case, but... What do you what do you do with three billion dollars if you're Michael Jordan? Are you are you investing that into something else, or are you just being like, I just don't want my money. Uh, I just I don't know. That's that's a absurd amount of money, right? It, I think you put it all into Bitcoin, right? <laughs> all into Bitcoin, baby. <laughs> I I thought this was weird because he was already a billionaire, and now he's adding three more billion dollars on top of that too. But the other weird thing is that Charlotte they had their worst season, like their their worst season ever, and they're selling it at like their lowest point. Like, why wouldn't you sell it? Like when you have a, a better season, um, what's his name? Ball was hurt most of the season. He wasn't even playing. So yeah, why don't you sell it at a different time when you're so high? Yeah, exactly. At That's least what I'm saying. there must be a reason why he needs the money now. Yeah, he needs the money. Like he's <laughs> he spent his first paycheck billion. to paycheck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, I, I just, so that's why is there a different investment opportunity that is going in? Well, maybe. interesting to see what he says. But I, I totally agree, right? The Suns, when they sold, they sold at the peak, right? Like yeah. Two years removed from the NBA Finals, uh, heading towards a playoff run, right when the the deal closed. That's that's about as high as you can get, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So yeah, it is interesting that he decided to to wait he, till now. Like what 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 was the catalyst that made him wait rather than try to improve the team? Yep. make them worth significantly more money and then sell. So Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think if even if you have like an average season, then you could sell it for like a billion dollars more, you know. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. geez, that's a, like a lot of money. Connor McGregor has been accused of sexual assault at this Miami Heat game. The Miami Heat really should not have invited Connor McGregor yeah. to this. He just messed game. everything up. So he did up. the the stupid spray thing at halftime, and then he knocked out the mascot, like literally knocked out the mascot. He had to go to the hospital. And then allegedly him, and uh, you saw allegedly, is is he attacked a woman in the restroom, but she's claiming that NBA security and his security also like helped him yeah. do that. And then, I I don't know. I, I You know, he's innocent until proven guilty, but he has a track record of making terrible choices and he clearly, when he punched out the the mascot, he, he looks extremely coked out all the time. Uh, yeah. Who knows what the situation, the truth will come out. What's interesting is that she's not pressing legal charges. She's just going after money. So that is something to consider. Certainly, there's probably not enough evidence for legal to you know, go after him criminally. So I suspect that's why. So that like the sea drink, this just try to go away to pay her off. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe she was really attacked. Maybe she wasn't. Um, there's certainly going to be footage of this because there's cameras in every stadium in the NBA. So the truth will eventually come out, or they'll try to bury this. Who knows? Man, Long I- story short, don't don't bet on Conor McGregor because he uh, he's not a good guy. If you guys read the details on this, it's pretty graphic a little bit. I mean, it's like. It- the things well, that he's being, that yeah, no, the podcast. things that he's being accused of, like it's it's pretty bad. And I mean, this guy is like a complete a hole, you know. So just, uh, I hope it's not he, true. But man, the things I'm reading, a complete a hole. It's it's <laughs> kind of it's very ridiculous. And well, here's yeah. here's the other point too. Like, hopefully, it's not true. But if you're of his stature too, you know, like why why would he have to do this? You know, like he could he could get a yeah. lot of ladies that he wants. You know, so that's why it's like. I don't know. I look at it one way, but I also like play devil advocate and like look at it the other way. So I really hope it's not true. And yeah, it just sucks. It sucks all around because if it is true, then, you know, this one was attacked Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate. And and what is he doing to, you know, his position, like you said, to be doing something like that. And if it's not true, then, you know, it's really just messed up to make those false accusations so i just hope the truth comes out one way or the other there's no question about what's who's right or who's wrong it's just hey this is this is the facts of the case yeah but like you said Um, i mean it looks like he was like coked out of his mind too you know so it's just like who knows like you you just never know with people like that when you're out you know on drugs and everything like that you could just do do the stupidest thing that's the lesson here yeah yeah the Warriors hire Mike Dunleavy Jr. to be their new general manager. Their previous general manager stepped down. He just kind of said it was time. It was time. Didn't really have a reason. It's not like they were a bad team. They certainly going to have some tough choices to make. Uh, so Mike Dunleavy Jr. becomes the new GM of the Warriors. I don't have a lot to say about this. The name sounds familiar, but I don't quite place it. Did his dad coach? 
Well, so he played 15 seasons in the NBA after being picked number three. That's why it sounds. So good. yeah, so he okay. first four years and a half in Golden State. So yeah, he's a he's a really. I remember playing against this guy, and man, he just he was like one of those long range players. You know, he could always hit that three pointer. Yeah. It was like at the key moments. So I think that's why we remember the name because I think we lost a lot of games. You know, with the Suns. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, a yeah. really cool for him though. It's it's really cool to see players. You know, come getting up moving up the ladder i guess you could say you know and becoming gms of a nba basketball team you got like james jones for the suns you know you got i remember steve kerr was a gm for the suns for a while you know now he's a head coach yeah. so yeah it's now really cool to coach. see that i like that yes dunleavy's father mike dunleavy senior was a former clippers and trailblazers coach so that's why that name rings more of a bell for me than than junior but yeah mike dunleavy junior new general manager of the Golden State Warriors. Yep. Sixth man of the year, three times sixth man of the year, Lou Williams, sweet Lou, retires. He has, would you say, 17 seasons in the NBA? Yeah, 17. Yep, you got it. That's crazy. He has Um, quite the record of uh, stops along, a true journeyman. Yeah. I mean, I just think 17 years is amazing. I don't really know him too well, you know, because he played for the 76ers, and that's not really a team I follow too much, but... When I saw this announced, I mean, 17 years, that's a big deal, you know, so congratulations to him. It must be yeah. nice to finally retire after all that time, you know, and just be done with <laughs> basketball. But I don't know. Do you, do you think he was, he enjoys it or do you think he wishes he could be in the league for, for more time? I, I don't know. I, I don't think you could. I mean, 17 years is a, a heck of a career. Yeah. He has the most points off the bench in NBA history. So that's a record that he'll have for, for a decent amount of time. Yeah. I, I think... I think sometimes uh, I guess the question is does he want more time or do you do you wish does he think wish that he could have been a starter and made it as a starter what what was your question Yeah no just just retiring like at your yeah. 17, no, 17 you know, years just, yeah. you made it in the league for 17 years that is an impressive uh, I mean not, that doesn't happen to a lot of guys Yeah right? very rare does somebody play that long and you did it you did it off the bench I think you know, teams need depth and, and having guys come off the bench that can make an impact. And obviously that's him with his three-time of six-man of the year award. Those are the kind of guys that really make or break a championship season. You know, we just looked at, we just talked about the Nuggets. Mike Brown coming off the bench was such a huge uh, spark plug for, for the Nuggets in these NBA finals. Although they didn't really need him because the Heat didn't mm-hmm. show up a whole lot. But those kind of guys are important to have on your team and, and they Lou Williams. I, 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 Lou Williams, I think, was with the Hawks last year, wasn't he? Yep, that's what it says. Yeah, Atlanta Hawks during the okay. 21-22 yeah, I, I, season. Yeah, I like I like Lou Williams. Uh, yeah. You know, he wasn't lighting up the stat sheet, but reliable yeah. players are, are better. Yeah, this goes best... back to your fantasy strategy, right? <laughs> yeah. Avoid the, the rest players, but you, you get consistency out of guys. like If you make it in the exactly. league for 17 years, you, you're a consistent player. His best year was 2017-18. He averaged 22.6 points. That's pretty cool. Dang. Yeah. So yeah, big big some, player retiring. Some free agent news. Fred Van Fleet of the Toronto Raptors. He had a player option. He has decided to opt out of that. He will become a free agent. We're going to be talking free agents in an upcoming episode. Uh, but that really, there's a lot of guards that are going to be available. You know, you have Kyrie. You have Fred Van Fleet. Potentially Chris Paul. We'll be talking about that and. Just a second here, actually. Uh, but there's a lot of big free agents that will be available this year. And seeing where those pieces fall are really going to decide, you know, are, are teams pretenders? Are they real or are they not real? And um, contenders or pretenders? That's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. 
There's been some talk it's about us trying to get slow. him. Well, just the fans have been talking about getting him. So that was yeah. kind of interesting to see that. Well, I think that's probably dead based <laughs> off of today's news. Why is that? And this hasn't been officially – well, I don't think it's official yet, although it, a lot of players, place, places and people are talking like it is official. But the Washington Wizards have traded Bradley Beal to the Phoenix Suns in exchange for Chris Paul, Landry Shamit, and a whole bunch of draft picks, second-round picks, and some some swap picks as well, sending Bradley Beal to Phoenix – uh, this wasn't a huge surprise. Chris Paul was not going to be on the Suns. There was initial, early reports that they waived him. The Suns did. Then that they backed that off saying, no, no, we're not waiving Chris Paul. We, we want him to be part of this franchise, which I think was really just posturing as they tried to trade him. Mm-hmm. He was due a roster bonus at the end of June. And I think that was some urgency. They wanted to trade him before then if they could. I agree. And Bradley Bill had a no trade clause. So he had to approve of this trade. And I guess there were other trades being considered and Bradley Beal declined those saying, no, no, I don't want to go to the Brooklyn Nets. And yeah. he ends up going to Phoenix to join Booker, Durant, and as of right now, DeAndre Ayton. And this is a huge trade. Bradley Beal is a fantastic player. Right. And this is going to – this. This is this is huge if you're a Suns fan. This is huge if you're not a Suns fan because now the Suns are that more legitimate. Chris Paul, fantastic player, Hall of Famer, absolutely. He did not – he had his career low last year and it definitely yeah. felt that way watching him play. Bradley Beal is an exciting player to watch. He's been with Washington his entire career. He just signed an, ex, an extension with them and now they're letting him go. And the reports are that they're going to waive Chris Paul in – Washington to to get some money to do some other things so Chris Paul potentially could be a free agent again nothing has been officially set in stone yet uh but what do you think of the trade what do you think of the aftershock of that what what are your first takes on this when you texted me this I can tell you I I didn't believe it I had yeah. to go look it up myself I thought it was a, a butt crack sports article or something but this, <laughs> no, this yeah. appears to be real you, you thought I was setting you up for a joke you know I did, yeah. Yeah, you're waiting for the punchline. But I was like, no, I'm serious. There's there's a big news, but yeah, I I like it because it's a younger player, and that's what we need. Someone who we can rely on in the playoffs too, because it seems like Chris Paul always got hurt. How old is Bradley Beal too? Is he like 23? I think he's pretty young too. No, he's older than that. Is he's he? Old. He's been in the league for quite a few years. I okay. would say if I'm, I'm looking it up now. Sure. But I'm going to guess. I personally was going to guess 26. But I, oh, someone told me 23. I was like, oh, that's pretty young. But I, so I, he yeah. is 29 years old. I nailed it. That's not bad. And yeah. 2012 draft. Chris Paul was 39. Overall. So that's 10 years younger on a point guard, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's helpful. Yeah, that's good. Uh, there was something I saw on Twitter where there was a throwback to Devin Booker and Bradley Beal playing pickup games together in a summer league. So, Maybe that's part why, part of the reason why Bradley Beal approved of this trade because he he hangs out with Booker in the summer. I think some of that had to do with it, maybe, but I think it also who's on the Nets and we've talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. It's a hodgepodge of mixed and match players. Who's on the Suns? Yeah, I'm gonna go play for the Phoenix Suns and yeah. be with Kevin Durant and 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 those guys. So interesting to see what the Suns are gonna do salary wise because as of right now. This is this is a mess. Um, they have six players signed for a total of two hundred and fifteen million dollars. 
Wait a second. Which is eighty-one dollars, eighty-one million dollars over the cap space. <laughs> Wait, how do, how does that work when you're over cap space? How, how, what do do we just have to? You like, know, you go into the luxury tax, Ronnie. We just and the we're, luxury we're, tax. We're able to cheap. keep that. We're able to keep that. Yeah, you pay the luxury tax. So okay. luxury tax gets paid out to all the teams not in the luxury tax. Luxury gotcha. tax. So by doing it. As as the owner, and this is this is why when we talked on the last episode, who's who's most likely to end their their you know the teams that have never won a championship, who's most most likely? I picked Phoenix because this owner likes to spend money, and yeah. this is a great example of that. Uh, here's here's the top four contracts for the Phoenix Suns next year: Kevin Durant, forty seven million dollars; Bradley Beal, forty six million dollars; Devin Booker. $36 million. DeAndre yeah. Ayton, $32 million. Those four players alone put us over the salary cap. That's pretty and cool. And into the luxury tax. So I love our I owner. I don't know if DeAndre Ayton's going to stay. He might. They're, they've been very positive of DeAndre Ayton just because you don't want to be the team that's like, oh, we're going to get rid of him. And then when you can't get rid of him, you're like, hey, <laughs> welcome back. We're glad you're here, man. We, yeah, we, right. we love you. Uh, but he's he's gone. He as of right now he's here making thirty two million dollars, and he's fifteen percent of the the team's cap percentage. Man, which is crazy. I am so happy for this though. I'm so excited. I mean, I was pretty excited when Kevin Durant got here. You know, that was a big name, and now we got Bradley Beal too. I mean, Chris Paul was a big name. I was excited for that. They they just keep getting better and better. I I love our owner. I love our team. It's really exciting. I just hope we could do more in the playoffs and God, just finally win a yeah. championship. So just just another quick little money stat for you guys here. Of their their you know there's a list of players and who makes the most money. Number two is Kevin Durant. Number four is Bradley Beal. The Phoenix Suns wow. have two of the top four highest paid players in the NBA. Uh, Devin Booker is just a little bit further down the list. He's number twenty three. So we have three players in the top twenty five as far as contract goes. Wow. That's insane. And Devin Booker's getting a big pay raise next year because that's when his extension kicks in for his Supermax contract. Yeah. So he'll be making Buku dollars next year as nice. well. Cool. I'm I'm excited. So did you look at the it, odds by any it's chance? A, it's only 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 if it pays off with the championship, right? Otherwise you're just Yeah. yeah. No, I haven't looked at the odds. Have they I'm have gonna they pull moved? it up. I'm gonna load it right now. I I okay. bet that the Suns are first. I mean, I, I can imagine that any other team is like what? I mean, maybe the Nuggets are up there now. It, the Nuggets weren't even at the yeah. top. Let's go to. No, the features. Nuggets got no respect this year, and that includes from us. Yeah, which I know. Feels foolish we, we didn't protect them. Yeah, but now. We... So I mentioned that the Suns have two of the top four players. Do you want to guess who the other top? This is for the next season, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. Who the other two top paid players are in the Steph NBA? Steph Curry. Steph Curry is number one, fifth, almost fifty two million dollars next yep. year. And would the other one be um, Giannis? No, it is not Giannis. I mean, they're all pretty close. Okay. Same, uh, similar, similar player, similar type of player. Uh, similar to him. Yeah, With big LeBron. <laughs> oh, is it jo- Anthony Davis? Joel Embiid. Oh, no, Joel, Joel Embiid. Embiid. Forty-six million. Uh, the difference between Giannis and Joel Embiid is like a million and a half dollars, but there are yeah. several positions between them so yeah they're all they're all pretty close in this but yeah it's huge huge amount of money uh for the suns this next year which is crazy yeah all right so first for this is the future odds for the who's going to win the 
the NBA championship next year. Denver Nuggets, Boston Celtics, and Phoenix Suns. Then Bucks, Lakers, and War- okay. Bucks, Lakers, and Warriors after that. One through sixth. Seventy Sixers are at seventh. That's kind of interesting. They're already down there. Miami Heat eighth, and they just you know got to the finals. Interesting. That is interesting. Huh. So there's rumors. Just kind of keep the rumors going here. Um, okay. Well, that's out of date so yeah don't look let at me, let me change my mind yeah, 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 <laughs> no i i there this is a this is a potential bradley beal going to the milwaukee bucks well we know that's not going to happen um because it's just not going to happen the trade has been uh, quote unquote done uh, i heard that he decided he did not want to go to milwaukee that was a team that he declined the oh really the no trade clause yeah i'm not really sure why yeah that's maybe that's where the devin booker thing makes i think it was part because chris middleton was involved in that trade yeah uh, that proposed trade that chris middleton would be leaving because he's in the last year of his contract he has a player option okay. so it'd probably be a sign and trade so you're you're losing a superstar and you're replacing a superstar where with the suns you know you're replacing a past superstar not a current superstar so it's really the team is getting better with you going there, not not a wash. Yeah. Like if you're saying Devin Booker and Bradley Bill are switching teams, right? That's kind of a wash because mm-hmm. they're both very talented young guards. Um, but that's not the case. Chris Paul is is not as good as Bradley Bill is today. So what what grade do you give this trade? Uh it's hard to grade trades right off the bat, right? Yeah. Because you don't know if Bradley Bill breaks his leg and doesn't play for the next two years. <laughs> Right. Well, then it let's, looks really, really bad. Let's say both all players. Sudden, Paul is all like these, all these players are healthy. Yeah. Then I mean, you're, you you're spending money to win a championship, so anything yeah. less than that is is a f. Yeah. Right? You're spending a ton of money. You're you're trading away draft picks, which you've already done a ton of to get to get Kevin Durant. So you're basically mortgaging the future of the franchise for for a championship run. So if they don't win a championship in the next three years, it's an F in my book. Yeah. Uh, I would so rate it an A. With, I don't think there's any other player in the league that I would want other, over Bradley Beal. Maybe Damian Marcus Lillard. Smart, Damian Lillard. Yeah, he's a good one too, Damian but that, that's really sure. tough. But it, oh, yeah, I think this impossible. is a, a great one. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I you mentioned really Suns, Suns fans wanted Fred Van Fleet. That would have been a great mm-hmm. addition. I think I like Bradley Beal better than Fred Van Fleet. Me too. But uh, the, the the premise is still there, right? We needed to get better at point guard, and we did. Yeah. Period. Now, what can we do with the DeAndre Ayton situation? Maybe there is where you make some changes and, and get a less expensive option. Yes, come so on, Suns. Get smart on that. Some of your depth. Yep. So, There's we'll so see. many better players out there over Ayton. I mean, now, Landry a- Shaman is part of this trade. Do you wish that I, I part of me wishes that he would have stayed because we do need depth at that position and he was the best of the bunch that we had, but eh. he's gone now. He's just Are so you, average. Yeah, I just feel in. like he's, he's replaceable. <laughs> you know, he, he okay. yeah, he was a decent Everyone's player, but <laughs> yeah, there's just so many other players that play just like him. So I, I don't, I don't mind. Okay. That's fair. That is fair. What were you going to say before I, I cut you off? Um, that I love this Perfect. trade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's, it's on paper. It looks like a great trade. Let, we'll see if the details get worked out. I'm interested to see what happens to Chris Paul. If the Washington waves him, he's been linked to um, the Clippers where he'll reunite with Paul George, former teammate. 
And that would be a, just another player that's often injured for the Actually, Clippers can you team. explain that to me? Because I don't really understand that. When So we're I thought we were trading away Chris Paul and Shamit to the Washington Wizards. But the Washington yes. Wizards are not keeping Chris Paul. They're already looking to like... They don't have to. Yeah, they can get rid of him. Okay, so... So in the they, NBA, trades have to match money to a certain extent, right? There's there's allowed to be a little bit of variance. So let's pull big round numbers out of the way. What did I say? Beal was making $47 million. Mm-hmm. Let's just round up to 50. So between CP3, Shamit, and these picks, those are worth $50 million. So we give those to the Washington, and in turn, they give us Bradley Beal. Now, Washington can do whatever they want with those players. Right? Now they can, right. they can waive them. They could. I mean, we saw that Patrick Beverly getting traded twice last offseason. Uh, they could try to trade Chris Paul, or they could just outright waive him. If they waive him, uh, they have to take the fifteen million dollars in dead cap. But maybe that's worth it to them to have that extra money available. And and yeah. maybe you know, they don't want Chris Paul. They might try to trade him, but I don't know what the trade market for Chris Paul looks like. Being perfectly honest, I mean, he's a he's a a broken down point guard at this point. Yeah. So it might be in their best interest to waive him. Maybe they just wanted the picks. Maybe they wanted Landry Shamit. They're obviously in rebuild mode now. You know, they, they got rid of uh, Pope, Kendwell Pope in this yeah. offseason or at the deadline. I forget which one that was. And now Bradley Beal, who's the biggest piece of this puzzle. And yeah, I could see them really just outright releasing and waiving Chris Paul and letting him go okay, sign so, somewhere else. So what piece am I missing? So in the end, if they get rid of Chris Paul, if they just waive him, then all they got was Shamit and draft picks, second round draft picks. So why would that benefit? And a why bunch of money, do- right? Oh, so they, they got uh, money with that. Okay, they that's have money. That, yeah. So they, they're basically, by waiving Chris Paul, they don't have to pay him $30 million. They only I have see. to pay him $15 million. So now they have $15 million that they can go and spend on one or more players. Instead. Also, they got rid of the contract that they didn't have to pay. Bradley Beal for it? Well, is got, that the they reason? They got rid of a contract. Yes. They got, also got rid of Bradley Beal's contract, which I believe is four years remaining. Uh, I just had the tab up. And I don't have it open right this yeah. second. I believe he has four years remaining on his contract. Uh, he's clearly not going to be happy there. So let's trade him now and start over instead of having a an up disgruntled player that we then are f- look at look at what the 76ers had to do with Ben Simmons right you had a yeah. disgruntled player and you had to take pennies on the dollar for him let's let's try to get something now draft picks money and just just be done with it i just came across a a gif that has a joker with a money burning in the background and that's basically you're saying shit joker is ishpia you know it's not about yeah. It's not about the money. It's about sending the message. It's just, it's just this just all happened him. because uh, Jokic grabbed the ball from him. Now he's like, yeah. "Screw you guys!" Yep, exactly. Right. <laughs> I woken the demon within him to win a championship. So earlier in this, not this episode, not even very early, you talked about how you don't want to win a championship through a super team. Mm-hmm. Well, we have before your eyes constructed a quote-unquote super team with, with Beal, Durant, who are new additions, and Booker. How do you feel about it now that you see it in front of you? And and obviously we haven't won, but the potential is there, not through homegrown, but through acquiring superstars. You, know, you bring it, up an interesting point because when I fir- when Durant first came here, I was like, I don't want to win a championship like that. You know, I don't want to do that. But now... Now it feels different. I don't know why. Just the addition of Beal and because Durant. It's your Booker, team now. I don't know why. I, maybe it's because we lost last year. I, I think that's why it feels different. Because last year I was like, "It's in a bag. Like we're we're gonna win this. No one can beat us." And then the Nuggets beat oh, us. You, fool. you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I think now I just it's so hard for the Suns to win one championship. 
so I'm kind of like I didn't even think of that. I mean, I, I'm perfectly fine with it. I'm, if if anyone could try to win the Sunza Championship, I'm I'm happy. You know, I don't really care anymore about what I said back in the day. All right, that's what I figured you were uh, was going to be your take. Yeah, classic Ronnie. <laughs> well, because Aiton's not going to win us a championship, so we got to get rid of him. We just no. got to be smarter about it. And Durant, he's pretty old now too, so I don't think he could Durant take is over. Pretty old. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he could take no, over the playoffs he, like he, he did, and it kind of showed. Yeah. So I think he's a little different. I, I think that's part of the reason I don't feel the same way because it, it's not the same Durant like when he went to the Warriors and already a, a team that already won a championship. You know, so I don't know. It's just a little different. I'm a little concerned that we only have six players under contract. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it's it's a little scary that we have to still build a team. Now, is he going to go cheap on that front? I mean, I guess once you're in the luxury tax, why not just, you know, go all in and, and get better depth players instead of just random people? And obviously we have the draft coming up, but you're not going to get very, very rarely do you get impact players in the draft, especially as late as the Suns are drafting. Actually, I don't even know if they have first-round draft pick this year because of all the trades they made. So who else who can we get? Like, Can we just get whoever we want because of the luxury tech? Is there is there any limit to what we can get? There is a limit. Yeah, I don't have the limit in front of me. But yeah, there is a limit. And you have to uh, be within that limit. But you, you're just paying... The, the, the way it used to be, and I, I haven't fully reviewed the new CBA, is that it was tiered. So if you were... Just big round numbers here. One zero one dollar to a million dollars over, you had to pay ten cents extra for every dollar. If you were, what did I say? A million, one million to two million dollars, you had to pay twenty cents for every dollar. Three and, and so on. So it gets more and more expensive the more you're over. Dude, I love SBS. I don't. I love him that much. More. I don't know if that's <laughs> true, but yeah. I mean, if you look at and like I said, we'll need to do a a free agent review coming up. There's a lot of names. That I would like, ooh, you know, Christian Wood. I would like him instead yeah. of DeAndre Ayton. I'd be okay with that. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of players that that I would be okay with joining this team. Um, Draymond Green has a player option. Opt yeah. out and come to Phoenix. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Would you really? So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I would. Well, at this point, why not? You, it's, <laughs> it, the identity of this team is just, you know non-existent you yep. just have a bunch of players that showed up so who cares bring them all in bring anybody that wants to come i just have my brother-in-laws hate dream up dream on green like i don't you know, like him yeah. that much you know do you like him i don't think you like him i don't like him not particularly yeah. no but can you imagine cheering for him on the a championship Ugh. yeah yeah so okay so here <laughs> here's what i'm hoping happens you, you saying what you just said and then the suns end up off on draymond green and then you try to backpedal it like well you know <laughs> he's not that bad <laughs> that's, that's exactly what will happen yeah, like once i see him on a team when once, you're a fan of a team yeah once yeah. he starts winning his games and he just starts dominating they're like i love this guy you know just totally changes he's not that bad yeah he's a good yeah. guy yep just misunderstood <laughs> yeah that that would be funny if that happened with beverly you know he starts dominating and yeah, just like, man, yeah, this guy's yeah. amazing. <laughs> I don't know what I ever uh, had against the guy. Uh, so that's that's the big news in, in basketball right now. There's going to be a ton of big news happening. Free agency officially starts on June 30th. You're going to see some trades before then. You're going to see a, just a ton of activity when free agency actually starts. Let's see if we have any tampering this offseason like we did last year with uh, Jalen Brunson going to New York. But... June 30th, the NBA draft is June 22nd. Yeah. That, 
I think we everyone knows that the Spurs are going to draft Victor. How do you say his last name? Wembenyana. Wembenyana. Thank you, Ronnie. Uh, Victor Wembenyana. Summer League in Las Vegas starts July seventh. Uh, there are some summer league games that happened before then in Salt Lake City, I think. Okay. Yes, Salt Lake City, I think. Uh, so that that will be interesting to see what what the, who shows, who doesn't, who stays, who's who, you know, participates in it, who doesn't. But yeah, it's the biggest news is the Suns finalizing the Bradley Beal trade. Two big trades in less than geez, when was the Durant trade? April, March. Yeah. Was, January? Yeah, I don't know. I think it was April. Less than a year. Six months. Maybe Let's March. Say six months. In six months, the Suns have made just two huge, huge trades to try to make their team better, to try to win a championship. And that's they're gonna have a target on their back when you do stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Everyone everyone wants to to do that. So yeah, here we go. Free agency, James Harden, potentially Chris Paul, Kyrie Irving, all potential free agents. Fred Van Fleet now added to that list. Um, and you still have a lot of players that haven't decided what they're going to do with their player options. So they still have some time to make that decision, but that could really, really change the way the free agent market looks. And yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to fast track that free agent episode, Ronnie. Yeah. Because, uh, it's coming up soon. I'm looking at it. Yeah. Let's let's do that next podcast. Sure. Yeah. The season just ended and we're already, uh, that's, that's the beauty of it, right? It never really ends. It's always, it's always going. It's very fluid. They just had the championship parade yesterday on Saturday. (laughs) And then Sunday we're talking about this Bradley Beal trade. It's awesome. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see what the Suns look like this year. Sorry, going in the draft. I'm excited to see what Jokic's horse looks like. Yeah. Yeah, What the draft (laughs) looks like. His horse. (laughs) Still. Uh, Anything else you wanted to talk about, Ronnie? I just love the just thinking about him going to see his horse finally after being overseas and you know, just giving him a little kiss, you know. A little little tongue to tongue kiss. He's the horse whisperer. Oh <laughs> too gross. Uh let's see, we still got some time left. I was gonna go over some since I have the contracts up and okay. just kind of start listing the highest paid and I want you to stop me when you're like, Really? That guy makes that much money and this is gonna be a how how on earth are they that high on the pay list okay. when their performance is not vindictive. It doesn't. It's not indicative of what they actually get. So Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, top three, no complaints there, yeah, right? Right. Bradley Beal, LeBron James, Nikolai Jokic, Damian Lillard, Giannis. I think that all makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. This is where we get a little dicey here. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Jimmy Butler, Clay Thompson. Uh, that. I mean, Clay Thompson Kawhi, has proved himself. Paul and Thompson, yeah, sure. Yeah, Paul George okay. has has he's been one of the best defensive players in the league, and he is one of the best offensive scorers still has, too. Has right. been one Just, of the, well, yes. So when he signed his contract, he probably was still, but I mean, yeah, he just hasn't been reliable. Those are the ones that yeah, the, the reliability is is like man, you're paying a lot of money for those guys to not play. Right. Um, That's tough. And that doesn't sit well. Tough pill to swallow there. And then. Next on the list, we have Gobert, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis, Chris Middleton. All right. Uh, no, I'm, I'm okay still. You're okay with that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Luka Doncic, Zach Levine, Trey Young, Tobias Harris. Trey Young. <laughs> he, doesn't, Young. he doesn't deserve Mr. the money Freeze. he gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to have to make some interesting Zach choices Zach Levine is in interesting Atlanta. to see how high he is, too. Yes, Zach Levine is very high. Tobias Harris is really high. This is the last year of his contract as well. Uh, that one kind of surprised me. 
Yeah. Uh, but I got some some gems coming up for you here. All right. P- Pascal Siakam, yeah. Ben Simmons. <laughs> okay, there you go. What's what's Drew his, Holiday? What are they paying Ben Simmons? Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, they are paying Ben Simmons thirty-seven million dollars next year, forty million dollars the year after Holy that. Holy crap! Yeah, that he signed insane. a max contract with Philadelphia before you know his obvious breakdown and trade. Ultimately, that is a lot of money. I I love I love Drew Holiday of the Milwaukee Bucks, but I think that is too much money for him as well. Thirty-six million this year, thirty-nine next. Fantastic player, great defensive player, but man, that. That's a lot of money. I, I don't have yeah. the stats in front of me, and I love I love his style of play. Like yeah. uh, when I watch Drew Holiday play, like he gets hit, he gets pushed, and he doesn't sell the contact. He just sticks with his man, and he doesn't flop. He doesn't do any of the crap that um, number twenty three Devin Booker does. But he just just plays basketball. So I I love him. I just think that's too much money. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's tough. I like I like I am a big fan of his play. I don't know what it is. I just. Drew Holiday is really good. Going back to Simmons, though, <laughs> he was a number overall, number one overall draft pick, yeah. right? Yep. So, like, when and you he look at the next contract, yeah, when, he, uh, when I, he was there. I mean, when you look at that compared to Aiton being the overall number one draft pick, at least Aiton plays, you know. So it doesn't. It makes yeah. it. Seem, it's like takes a little bit less off of. It, maybe that's why his contract was so big too, just because he was a number one overall pick, you know. So you do that, you have one good year, and then they, you know. Just sign you like crazy. That number one overall pick takes. just just you're always going to be like a max contract player just because of that. Well, yeah, as long as you're playing regularly and you can occasionally show up for a game. Yeah. Um, number twenty three. There's three people tied for twenty three. Christoph Porzingis, Devin Booker, and Carl Anthony Towns. Let's talk about Porzingis for just a minute. He has not been extended, and he has a player option this year. With the trade of Bradley Beal, do you think Porzingis is thinking, maybe it's time for me to get out of here as well? So that is one name that I saw on the list that I was looking at for free agents that I was like, I wouldn't mind having him on the team because yes, he's just so tall and he could rebound and he's an outside shooter too. He's one of those, well, at one time he was like one of those unicorn players. It kind of seemed like he had some injuries and dropped off a little bit, but I still think he's a, a an above average player, and I he's he's a player I don't want to play against. So I would rather have him on my team. Yeah, I would have loved this trade to include Aiton and Porzingis. Yes, right. It's part of that as well. That would have just been awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. I, I wonder how this impacts him if he is going to opt out and test the free agent market because I don't think there's a lot of top notch you know, centers slash power forward free agents coming into here. I'm looking at the list very quickly and briefly, but I, I think he would be the top of that list if he were to decide to opt out. Yeah. Um, Do you think that you would so pay him more next year? Because like he, it says he was averaging $31 million per year. His last year was $36 million. Do you think because of his performance last year? Last year he was year, 33. This year he's worth 36. Yeah. Do you think of his, because of his performance last year that he might sign for a, a cheaper deal? Or do you think it just no. keeps going higher? He's going to get a lot of money. Yeah. Just because because he has shown that he is a dominant player and he has had dominant years. Uh, yeah. Let's see. I'm going to click on the rumors section here. Are there any new he's rumors? He's 27 years old, so he's not too old, too. He's still fairly young. Yeah, the rumors were tying him to um, 
Aiton and the Suns, but I feel like that ship has sailed. Yeah. Yeah, so as of June 15th, Christoph Porzingis is still deciding whether or not to decline player option and hit free agency. I have to imagine this Bradley Beal trade plays a role on that. I, I don't have any any knowledge, but I'm projecting Porzingis will opt out. Yeah. That's my... The other one that popped out on the sheet there. was... Uh, Jer- is it Jeremy Grant? Is that how you say his name? Or Jeremy... Jer- I think it's Jeremy Grant. He spells it with a letter I there. I like him. I would like us to what, add him. What list are you talking about? Oh, just list. Free I'm looking list? at it. It looks like a free agent list. I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I, li- I like yeah, him. So, He's on so, and, uh, Trailblazers, and I like his style of play. I'd like to have him on our team. I don't want to play against oh, him. That's another name. Speaking of the Portland Trailblazers, Damian Lillard is not happy in Portland, yeah. and he wants out. And any team that gets him is I, – I love Damian Lillard. I think he's yeah. a fantastic player. I I wish – I would take Damian Lillard over Bradley Beal, but yeah, that's obviously not going to happen now. Uh, so that was the top twenty-five as far as paid players go. I think the the biggest one that jumped out at me was Ben Simmons, obviously, and then after that, maybe Drew Holiday, maybe Tobias Harris, probably Rudy Gobert, um, and then the injury-prone guys of Kawhi and Paul George. Do you have you heard of any? Um... Anything on Damian Lillard, like where he might be going or where he's interested in at all? Have you come across that? Uh, I don't, but this website I found has a rumors tab. So let me click on rumors and say uh, the Miami Heat. He's been interested in the Miami Heat. So they, the Trailblazers. Okay. Uh, Now the question is whether Pat Riley and the Heat front office hedged their pursuit of Beal because of the greater focus on potentially landing Portland Trailblazers guard Damian Lillard. Well, Beal is out of the contention now, right? So does that mean they're all in on Damian Lillard? Maybe. Who knows? Right. Lillard is aware that the Heat want him. He also knows that he can explore, implore slash guilt trip the Blazers to trade him to Miami instead of the Nets. So if you're trying to trade, Nets make the best trade partner because they have 11 first round first rounders to trade. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens if they if they want to go if he goes to Miami. That would be great for Miami. Because Kyle Lowry is 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 sort of the same situation the Suns were, right? Kyle Lowry was great at yeah. one point in time. He's not anymore. So you need someone else to help lead that team. You can't have Butler and Bam be your point guards. You need a true point guard there. And when they went cold with their seven undrafted players who were playing like undrafted players, yeah. it cost them ultimately. So it would be it would be huge if they got better this way. I, there's a little yeah, thing I saw that says the, Reggie, really, Reggie Miller says Damian Lillard would be a good, great fit in Brooklyn. And I kind of agree with that because I think in Brooklyn, they do have a, a good overall team. They just don't have like that superstar. And I think if you add someone like him to that team, a good team that they, it feels like they built a, built a good team around like a, a defensive team. They have a, a strong defensive team. I think he'd be a good fit right there too. I like that. But I don't think he wants to go to Brooklyn. That's why. Yeah. So that's that's the deal. Like, does Portland just say, "Well, sucks. We, we we get the best deal for Brooklyn, and you're going to Brooklyn. You don't have a no trade clause uh, like Bradley Beal does." So yeah, sucks to suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think the no trade clause is fair? Do you think the team should have that, or, or players should should have no trade clauses, or do you think that gives too much power to the player? Well, I mean, it's built into the contract, right? I mean, it's up to them to put the trade clause into the contract or not. So I think it's fair just because of that. They could just leave the trades so- flat out. Clause out, right? Well, no, uh, sure, but the CBA could come back or, or the NBA could negotiate saying there's no such thing as no trade clauses anymore. 
because it gives the players too much power, right? It's all a power struggle between the owners yeah. and the players. And I think the no trade clause gives a lot of power to yeah. the players. Bradley Beal essentially could have declined everybody and just been left in Washington or, or forced to trade. And maybe he did. Maybe they were getting better offers from other teams, mm-hmm. but he vetoed all those trades to force himself to go to the Suns. Yeah. Uh, it, it gives the players a lot of power, but you know me, I'm, I'm all for that. I would rather players have more power. Let's have the millionaires have more power than the billionaires. But it is interesting that it gives them, it's, it's such, it's like the, the ultimate reverse Uno card. Yeah. And it just, it's crazy to see when that, that gets flexed like it did with this Bradley Beal situation. Yeah. I, well, I guess if I'm a player, I like it. But if I'm a GM, I don't like it, you know? So I, I do feel bad for the GMs. But as a player, I'm more on the player sides of things. And because I wouldn't want to get traded to like with the Hornets, you know, or some crappy team, you know? Right. And, right. but yeah, yeah, but I don't know. But then again, like, I think it does give more power to the teams that already have a lot of power, you know, like the Lakers and the, the Knicks, you know, those big teams that players typically want to go to. They, they want to go to Miami, right? It's another team where right. players typically want to go. Yeah. No one wants to get traded to Washington Wizards or, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. The Detroit Pistons. The Pelicans. I mean, there's, a, the Pel- there's an argument I, I, to be made for I, the, the Pelicans, Pelicans man. But... The Pelicans. They're confusing to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ronnie, that is all I had for tonight. Anything else that you want to talk about before we close up shop? No, I think we're all cut up. Um, so next time we're going to talk about some free agents. We're going to talk about draft picks, right? Yeah, we're going to be... Yes, the draft will have happened. So we'll have that. And then we will be talking about the best free agents as the free agency is, is just right after the draft. So cool. June 30th. Yep. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about like which free agents are best for which teams, and we'll put some some good list together for that. Yeah, we'll put our list that will ultimately be completely wrong because <laughs> players do whatever the heck they want, and teams yeah. do whatever the heck they want. They don't listen to us, despite <laughs> our our best. You know, we're we're trying to help. But, no, we're we're gonna uh, set the NBA right. We're they're gonna listen to exactly what we say this time, and it's gonna be a perfect, perfect season next year. Uh, I'm excited for Summer League. I'm excited for the draft. I'm excited for free agency. Um, you know, it's it's so cool to see how the NBA is really just a year-long league now uh, yeah. with all the events that are happening. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thank you.